Welcome back, Take Control Podcast. We are in the building. It's been a very, very, very long time. I'm here with Brandy. Hey, guys. And Darielle. What's up? And it's Lynn. And we are back. Um, we need a little break. Right? <laughs> it, it, it ended up being really longer than what we had anticipated, honestly. And it's not even like we're having some crazy hot girl summer. We're just having a busy girl summer. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, we tried a couple times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it just didn't work out. And our communication has been so trash. Yes. So, yeah. yes. We got to I, there. Agree. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. <laughs> communication has definitely been trash. Um, but, you know, it's it's good. Because this was organic. It was meant to be. We all made it today. So, obviously, mm-hmm. it was meant to be. We're going to have a great show. Um, any recaps? How you guys been doing over the break? Anything anyone wants to share? Or is it hush-hush? Keep it on the down low. Mm. Uh, keep our Kelly in prison. I'm sorry. I just realized please. I quoted him. <laughs> I didn't please mean to quote. Keep him locked I up. I didn't mean to quote Kels. <laughs> uh, life has been okay. I mean, it's been up and down, but I'm I'm okay. That's really all I can say. Okay. All right. No. I like a little mystery. What about you? Oh. <laughs> uh, same life has been okay um nothing new no nothing new i did go to chicago while we were on break i seen that how was that oh my that gosh. was cool um it was a coaching session mm-hmm. for ashante she coached a group of girls mm. which was really dope because she counsels a young lady um and she invited friends and friends invited friends so it was about 20 girls all together that came to her house what was dope it was all young professional black women and they were all going to therapy i thought that was amazing mm-hmm. life was still in shambles like the rest of us but <laughs> it was it was really dope um we got to eat good i got some popcorn it was good yeah yeah for me just hanging in there just you know coasting yeah I really feel like I'm going to have a hot girl fall, so I'm just waiting on it. Yeah, yeah summer ain't my thing. I thought I was going to show up and show out, but I've been showing up and showing out for, like, four years straight. Like, hang my jersey in the rafters. Like, I was doing this shit while Megan was in high school, damn it. I need some fucking props. <laughs> shit. I Yo. really thought this summer was going to be lit, but I'm not single single anymore so ah, it's not a hot are you just summer. single or are you not single at all <laughs> say what i say <laughs> <laughs> the fact that she even said it on the show <laughs> speaks volume so definitely um definitely want to do a shout out though to junior melador we were contemplating on if we were saying your instagram name correctly but um shout out to junior definitely he's Always listening and giving us some great uh, feedback and mm-hmm. um, input. We definitely appreciate that. Um, definitely check us out on Instagram, Take Control Podcast, and um, on our Facebook, Take Control Podcast. Um, Twitter, we drop the cast. So we're just Take Control Pod. <laughs> um, and uh, you can always hit us up on um, email, Take Control Podcast at gmail.com. Our self-care tip. So I have take a vacation 
Um, People keep asking me, like, when are you going to take a day? When are you going to take a vacation? Because I'm going, going, going. And I'm like, you know what? I really need to just stop everything and just go somewhere for, like, four or five days. Mm -hmm. Um, Stay off of social media. Really take in the moment wherever I'm at and just relax. I literally was just telling someone today, like, I don't even feel like I live at my place. I go there to sleep. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's it. So take a vacation. We deserve it. Yes. I agree completely. Um, I said what I said. So for hashtag I said what I said, I said it's okay to start <laughs> over. Mm-hmm. Um, And I'll put this because I have been in this like weird space and just really down and hard on myself just because I feel like I'm starting over again mm-hmm. and it really got me down because I just feel like you know I'm almost 30 and I have kids and I just feel like starting over is scary and it kind of low-key makes me feel like a failure but I just had to realize, like, it's okay. It's a fresh start. Mm-hmm. And this time around, I'm doing things my way and by myself and for myself. So it's going to mean a lot in the end. Mm-hmm. Yes. I like that. It's definitely always okay to start over. Um, and for the take control, um, I wanted to just focus on, like, taking control of your career. Um, so there's some little tips that I um, came up with and I saw like attending um, networking events, Um, take extra trainings and classes. I know nobody wants to fucking do that shit, but it looks really good on your resume and shit. And you learn a lot. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So might as well do it. And sometimes you can get your job to pay for it or it's free. That's like, what, what I the was fuck? Say. Right. A lot of jobs offer yeah. different courses and you don't have to pay anything. You don't have for to pay it. anything. You basically get a certificate for being a warm body in a chair. Mm-hmm. Right. They sign it off. So do that shit. Um, join career related organizations. Um, that's another really quick and sometimes free things. And it makes it look like you're probably doing a lot more than what you really are mm-hmm. when you're a member in these organization so do that and also utilize linkedin i didn't realize how much people were like on this whole LinkedIn LinkedIn shit. I don't yo one. i had it and i deleted it i don't even know how i ended up with linkedin i think facebook people, did yeah it. yeah they probably and did. i'm like i don't want people knowing my information like that but either. then i realized how many people use it and so much people i know people who actually never even filled out an application mm-hmm. and they get a notification on LinkedIn that someone wants to interview them just based off of their resume. So it, mm-hmm. it really I is mean, a yeah, good it's resource. definitely great. It's not for me because I just hate talking about, I'm like a private person yeah. really at the core. Same. So, so it's like, I don't really need nobody in my fucking business. Yeah. Get these titty shots on Instagram and, <laughs> and enjoy yourself. Okay. But it's really great to utilize your career and it helps you move and it gets you, you know, it's not what you know, it's who you know a lot of times. So mm-hmm. yep. definitely utilize the LinkedIn. Um, if you don't have one, sign up. It's free. Um, Well, we can just hop right into the show. We got quite a bit. First of all, y'all know Is I don't this- even do... <laughs> You know, I don't even do the motherfucking bonnets. <laughs> Y'all when know. this story came out, <laughs> I thought about you. When you was like, but a bonnet. <laughs> but now they get, Becky's got bonnets. Girl. I know the Chads and the uh, <laughs> Henry V's are pissed. 
you, what? You you coming to bed back with a bonnet on? A bonnet? Yeah. Mm. So, uh, I don't know if you guys had a chance uh, to know what the fuck is going on, but a Caucasian <laughs> woman is being celebrated for, and quote unquote, inventing a $98 at that. $98? <laughs> Nightcap, a.k.a. bonnet. Um, and it's just really, it's ridiculous. Um, I, I'm like, first of all, it's ugly. Yeah. Not saying our bonnets are like hitting, <laughs> but they got this big ass childish ass bow on it. <laughs> and it's just like, it's $98. Um, why do they need a bonnet? I don't know. The, thank you. I, first I was trying to figure out why I, I don't know anything about white people here. I was trying uh-uh. to figure out why do they need a bonnet? And then secondly, I was trying to figure out, okay, I understand you're white and you possibly don't have a lot of black friends, but how in the world did you not know that this is something that has been in existence for God knows how, how long? long? I don't even know. I, <sighs> right. I just, I, first of all, <laughs> I'm pretty sure a black person created the bonnet. Yeah. So where's her props? Right. I agree. I agree. And then for Forbes to create this article. So nobody, like, this had to go through a lot of people. You didn't your story, like, to She make... said something about their edges. Bitch, what? Baby hairs. <laughs> I White people going white. I... Then the, the scrunchies. Yeah, the scrunchies was like $35. Yeah. And she had a... Like spend a hundred and fifty dollars, you get free shipping or something like that. The bonnet and the scrunchie doesn't even equal a hundred and fifty dollars. Right. I'm so fucking. I'm pissed. just saying when they talked about it on the read, I was weak. Okay. <laughs> he said, if I, I was see weak. somebody, I'm gonna cut them out. He said, if I see any one of y'all in Whole Foods <laughs> <laughs> with their yoga pants on, uh, I was weak. I'm just. You know what really pissed me off though? I ain't gonna lie. The black girl. The black now, I know work. I know money make the world go round, and you got to get your money. Everybody trying to chase the bag, get to the bag. Yeah. But really, black but she lady. she even look black, black. She black enough. No, look at her. Let me see. She brown. She look like me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. <sighs> she look unhappy. <laughs> she looks very unhappy. Like, this, is, this was a lot to... Um, <sighs> I just Rest I once again they keep stealing our shit. Right, I, I can't even give you. I wasn't aware. I didn't know. I can't even give you that. Like, mm-hmm. there's no way you didn't know. I'm sure you've been somewhere. I don't care if you are in Canada where you have seen a black woman in her bonnet mm-hmm. at the grocery. Like, there's just no excuse. And because they you put it, a bow on it, that they makes do it, better. it to get more attention to their stories and to their whatever it is they're trying to market or whatever the case may be. Like I said, white people going white and I'm over it. Man. (laughs) All right. We had to just get that foolishness out the way, (laughs) you know, out the gate. But some, (sighs) all right. You gotta talk about him. I'm like, Bow Wow. This goes back (laughs) to what I say. What's Bow Wow sign? Does anyone know? He's a Pisces. He's a Pisces. Not shocked. Um, so Bow Wow gets on the mic. Someone said he has a concert, but then people was like, wait, is anyone booking Bow Wow for a concert? No. Okay, no, it's not a concert. (laughs) He just happened to be in the club close to a mic, grab the mic, (laughs) and I think their song, their one song, Like You, Mm -hmm. that he has, 
with mm-hmm. Sierra was playing and he took the mic and he said something along the lines of, I had the bitch first. Courtney, you had her when you were 16, 18. Like, uh, this woman is married with two kids and a husband that could buy you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's so corny. Corny. <sighs> corny. Do you think he would have said that if she had, because you remember she was dating 50 Cent for a while, mm-hmm. and if she had married 50 Cent, do you feel like he felt like he could say that because it was Russell? Probably. I don't think people respect Russell. Mm-mm. I don't even think, Mm-mm. I don't even think it's about that. Like, I think it's more so Sierra's out here doing her thing. Mm-hmm. She is married to someone um, like a Russell Wilson. They are living their best life. Mm-hmm. And Bow Wow doesn't have a name anymore. Like, no one cares about Bow Wow anymore. Let's just be honest. They don't. Mm-mm. So you have to attach yourself to something to get, again, attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you knew somebody was going to record you saying that. It could have possibly made the blog. Mm-hmm. It's so that attention can be brought to you. Like, and then they had the whole thing with T.I. and Nelly, and they were like, bro, you need an intervention. And he was like, no, how would you feel if someone didn't give you credit? But credit what? for what? Credit for what, though? It's like, how many years has it been? Get over it. What did give you credit for? Like, he's corny. We're taking my virginity for fucking me for, like, what is the credit <laughs> for? He's corny. He's so Them be the type of nigga that you just wish. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like, you, if you never could, get a time like, of day. I think he's one of those people... I think they were talking about this on the read too. Like you had such a high celebrity status when you were a kid and you don't have that as an adult. So mm-hmm. like it's really causing an issue for you mentally. Like mm-hmm. you just don't. Yeah, I could see. I don't can know see better. That. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause you're not hot anymore. Yeah. That's why people's like, would you rather have it and lost it or never have it? I'm like, I wouldn't really never, never have, have it. it. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Pray for Bow Wow, y'all. <laughs> um, so I don't know if you guys seen this and I feel so many different I have I have so many different emotions feelings in regards to this first of all Nicole banging ass body Murphy mm-hmm. was, <laughs> was seen with Layla Leela I don't know how to say her name because damn Roshan. it she ain't had no damn working for so damn long but I love her yeah Leela Roshan I believe. Leela Roshan um she was seen um hugged up kissing mm-hmm. um her 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 husband of 20 years real cozy super cozy (laughs) and then she had the nerve to release a statement saying um her first statement was you know family friends this was a um innocent friendly kiss like (laughs) thoughts girl emotions feelings if any on one hand it's just like this bitch Mm -hmm. but on the other hand it's like it's nicole murphy like yeah I don't blame you. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> Touche. But my thing is, if you're going to do your dirt, mm-hmm. just be honest. Yes. A friendly kiss. Put some respect that on even it. Mean? Yeah, put some respect on it. Go to the hotel. If you, if you wilding out. That's my thing. Like, you have to know that as a celebrity, mm-hmm. cameras are going to be on you when you least expect it. Mm-hmm in your personal spaces and you make stupid ass decisions like kissing a woman who's not your wife first of all why were you on vacation with out your wife that's first thing 
Second thing. <laughs> niggas be living up. That like, is a good question. Like, why were you like, on vacation without your question. wife? question. And uh, who, who came up with the whole story about her gaining weight and that's why? I think people were just saying that. Okay. Like, just so many putting people. their own oh shit God. on it. Um, that That's a whole nother, yeah. Um, Talk that, about that, That's please. a whole nother conversation. Um, there was posts going around on Facebook and Instagram, like, you have to, I mean, when you get married, you have to keep yourself up for your spouse, and you have to do this, and you have to Mm-mm. do that. I'm not saying it was right, but I can understand it, and a bunch of bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, my thing is, everybody wants to blame Nicole, everybody wants to blame Leela, yes. everybody wants to blame everybody but the nigga that was cheating on his right. wife. Um... Mind and they blown. said that she has a sickness. Yeah, mm-hmm. they said that she has some kind of medical condition. She has some complications. Granted, I think their kids are grown now, but complications with her pregnancy, mm-hmm. both pregnancies. Um, but let's talk about the fact that he had two kids outside of their marriage back when she looked like she how was, she looked. Oh, really? Waiting to exhale. When she was fine as fuck. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like, y'all blaming that. everybody but the nigga. Like, right. mm-hmm. a nigga gonna cheat whether I'm... Um, in shape, not in shape, educated, not educated, right. the baddest thing walking, the ugliest thing walking. It don't matter. It don't thing matter. Is, if you're not happy with how I look, just fucking leave. Yeah. Just ding, leave. Ding, 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 ding. That's yeah. what someone said, like, oh, we'll get a divorce. It's like, yes. Yeah. Divorce me. If yeah. you are unhappy with looking at me at any point yeah. in time, I don't care if I look the same. It, it, I don't care. Divorce, please. Right. You can mention, divorce for any reason. Not to mention, she's probably unhappy, which is why she's also probably gained yes. weight. Okay. Yes. Exactly. Let's exactly. talk about that. Like, when I saw okay. those posts, I was just like, you know what? You niggas. But and what women. I will say, <laughs> the pictures that they were posting on social media are not present day pictures of her. Before she deleted her Instagram, I don't even know why I was on her Instagram before all of this even happened, but I was on her page for whatever reason. She has gained weight, but it's not what it was in the pictures that they were using to compare her to Nicole Murphy. Yeah. Like she's just she's gained grown mm-hmm. woman, older woman weight. Mm-hmm. Like still pretty much flat, but white. Grown you know, white mm-hmm. out grown woman weight. Like I'm tired of y'all everybody. Make me sick. It's like a certain you know, I love everybody, but these certain men that are talking, I'm tired of them making it seem like they mamas and they aunties and them look like Nicole Murphy. <laughs> that is an anomaly. Right. Literally. That is an anomaly. You're mm. not like, when you get older, I don't expect, I would love to look like a J-Lo. I would love to look like a Nicole Murphy when I get in my 50s. But the reality of the situation is no. Mm-hmm. it's just not like you get older your body starts to change your metabolism starts to change it's like you need to be able to be supportive for your wife regardless yeah mm-hmm. there there are people not even just women that work out and cannot lose the weight no you know what i mean so yes my thing is is like okay i get it you want to keep yourself up for your spouse you want to look good for your spouse mm-hmm. but that's not permission to go out and cheat like Mm-mm. it's not it's not it's really not so fuck y'all <laughs> Period. <laughs> like, yeah, I was, I was, I was so heartbroken when I kept on seeing all those comparison pictures. I'm like, this is so then, right. unnecessary. On, on top of that, not even looking at the body, I'm sure he's aged in the face. So does yeah. that give me right to go cheat on this nigga? How about this sure nigga is just trash? Work. Let's like, talk about that. I'm pretty sure your dick don't work the same. So can I go cheat? Like, <laughs> listen, y'all make me sick. It's plain and simple. He's trash. Yeah. Yeah. Trash nigga. Like, but we're gonna act like Holly Berry, Beyonce. 
us. Like women like <laughs> get cheated <laughs> on. <laughs> Trust me, enjoy your life. Do what it is that makes you happy. Continue to flourish. If someone's going to do something, mm-hmm. they're going to do it. Don't let that make you look at yourself any less than. That's why I just started having that mindset. Like, I let people do whatever the fuck they want to do just to see what they rather do. Like, Man, I because that. I'm not yep. controlling you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course, I'm going to set my expectations. But you heard me the first time. Mm-hmm. I'm yes. not doing all that extra repeating myself. I agree. Do, I'm not doing none of that. Mm-hmm. Do what you do, and I'm going to move accordingly. Mm-hmm. That's simple. I think that's the best. I, I love to to live that way because people are going to do what they want to do. We all grown. Mm-hmm. I don't have to tell you how to. If I got to tell you, hold your hand, walk you through how to treat me, then this is way too much for me. Yep. You grow. You 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 should know, you know? And if you don't, then we probably ain't the one for each other. Right. Um, so when I saw uh Lori Harvey and PDD uh wearing matching uh striped <laughs> trousers. I'm a date your dad. Girl. Fuck it. I'm a date your dad. Mind blown. Everyone's talking hella cash shit about Lori. Um She's young, she's beautiful. <laughs> Okay. It was so funny though. The picture. Did he look like he knew he got caught? Like, yes. Yes. <laughs> His face was His hilarious. Face was like, but they're walking in New York. Like oh, shit, I'm so confused with these people. Like, do y'all not think you're gonna get caught? Like, you are a celebrity. Even right. if paparazzi doesn't catch you, people walking down the street. Nine times out of ten, they know who P. Diddy mm-hmm. is. They may not know who Lori is, but you see P. Diddy. Right. You're gonna snap a picture. And he looked like an old man. Like, he dressed like an old man now. Mm-hmm. He looked like her dad. <laughs> he does. My thing I mean, is, yeah. like I said off mic, if you're 25 and younger, live your life. Hold it out. Have fun. It's an experience. Don't get pregnant by him. Just don't get pregnant. <laughs> yeah. And just don't settle down too soon. Like, this, them is your years. Mm-hmm. I mean, now her dating a daddy is fucking pushing it. That's pushing it. So was she ever dating Justin? Do I we think have so, a but even we after the know. thing with Trey yeah. Song, she was seen with him too. Yeah, and she kept on it. Not like, come on, stop denying it, girl. Leave us alone. But they might not be just because. Girl. Just because we see a picture, mm. don't just because they're matching trousers walking down New York in the middle of the night. I mean, no, I'm saying Justin. <laughs> Her and she Justin. may not have been dating oh. Justin. They, they may have went on a few dates, but they may not. Yeah. Right. Or they could just be cool. They're the same age, but you know I like your daddy, mm. so what's up? Hook me up. <laughs> I mean, that is a small... Why would I go... I'm going to go for the boss. I'm going to go for the man. <laughs> She's trying to have her Cassie moment. <laughs> like, I'm going to go for the man? Look. I, I ain't mad at her. I'm not. I'm not mad at her, like, at all. And it's so crazy. Growing up, I wanted to marry P. Diddy so bad, I thought that I was way too young. No. Come to find out. <laughs> I just am black and I live in Columbus, Ohio. I'm just all black. I live in Columbus, Ohio. So, okay. But yeah, I mean, she's grown. Just live your life. She gonna have fun. Get something out of it, I guess. Like, you're grown. It's it's a learning lesson. I know Steve Harvey. What can he do? Nothing. But Steve Harvey is a different man than, like, P. Diddy. Like, so it probably doesn't feel like she's dating her dad. Right. And hopefully Justin, Quincy, and... um. Christian, no, not to bring your girl around. <laughs> Don't bring your girl around me. You play for real. Ask Justin for real. <laughs> Poor Justin. That's embarrassing. Because even if they didn't date, everyone thought they dated. But okay. Mm. Um. Huh. 
Did y'all see the live? <laughs> I did. <laughs> First of all, okay, so I don't know if you guys, we're like we're playing catch up here, but we, you know we got shit to say. So um, I've been in love with this girl for 15 years. <laughs> and it's the first time that I can say it. Like, who's going to be confident. like, I'm so proud that you've been with her forever. <laughs> Wasting her motherfucking time. Yeah, you've been with her for 15 years and everybody fucking up. It's a setup. Okay. Who's trying to set me up? Nigga, what? <laughs> When I went to the All guys' right. show, they say it was probably Emily. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, um, bro, defamation, defamation, me out. And then when T had to come and correct, like, oh my bad, <laughs> bro. You know, always making I'm typos. Just bad typing. <laughs> no, Fab always make typos yeah. though. <laughs> Free Emily. That's all I free say. free Emily. I know she wanna be free. Just free her. Free her. No, but I seen a nigga say she uh something along the lines of basically like she need to be thankful for what he's done for her and the life he provided for her. First of all, Emily is good. I don't think she really needs fab. No. She has the kids, but I'm like, she could find somebody. Like, come on now. They're she acting is. like these men are the only people that can provide you some you... sort of stability and Niggas, even regular ass niggas feel that way. You, oh, Jesus. niggas, <laughs> like really think y'all are God's gift to a woman? Like it's our fault. It is. It is. It is. It is. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. It's society too. I but just, all right, I, I should be thankful. <laughs> I was just looking at that tweet. Like, do I want to react? So basically, I should fab- be thankful. I don't know if you guys had right. a chance to see it, but um, Fab, I guess, was on parent-teacher conference in the middle of the summer <laughs> in the hot scorch of July. At Elba Carroll with Margarita. He said it was a teacher, right? And yeah, they had a big-ass picture of Margarita, and it was like Taco Tuesday. I don't know what the fuck curriculum. inner-city youth and... Cut the shit. But this is the thing. If you know that's what it was, then surely enough, your wife knows what it is. Yeah, so, when, so what you apologize for? When rumors come her way, she's like, oh, I knew he was with... Um, right, because you told her, right? Yeah. That you were going on a lunch date. I didn't see no notebooks, no pens. Nothing. That's not, not a book. Though. Yeah. Your wife would know what you were doing, right? All right. Y'all so, stupid. yeah. So, yeah. Um. I believe we probably took this off, but we, I, I just want to, I don't know if we took it off or we never, but Lala's back. Did, okay. Real ass bitch, give a fuck about a nigga. <laughs> but fuck her. Oh, <laughs> Like them niggas, like, bro, no. I be feeling you. Her, I that shit before. Her and Regine, I, I can't. Uh, it's I like, can't. Keep, where your group chat at? Where your girl at to, to do these, like, these strong declarations, I'm done with this nigga. Like, keep that in the group chat. I was rooting for sis. She all, and I'm like, damn, I felt bad because, girl, I've been there before, had all the brim on low, like, trying to sneak in a car. She was trying to be so low. Like, girl, we see you. It's okay. Just <laughs> Mella, get your ass in the car. <laughs> I mean, oh, man. <laughs> My next lifetime. I seen Man. that tweet. I was like, like, retweet. <laughs> because Jesus. Girls, do, man, the, the ladies out here looking so uh, bad. Bro, we will never win a hot girl summer. Hot girl summer, we are losing. We'll <laughs> never win. Um, uh, you know, Tristan Thompson got his baby mom back the first DM. Jordan? Yes. yes. Okay, okay. Confession. Confession. I think it was a shade room that mm-hmm. posted that pic of him. I'm like, 
balls deep. I'm sorry. He, he, <laughs> like, I'm not even going. I'm not oh, even going. Any Jamaican, like, I'm not even going hold you. Like, <laughs> I probably let you cheat on me too. I'm sorry. I'm, I, I, but I don't know if I can. Like, you literally went and cheated on me mm-hmm. after I had a baby. Mm-hmm. No, went and got in a relationship with the girl you cheated on me with. Mm-hmm. Had a baby with her. Okay, then you want to come back? I don't know if I could do that. How deep is our bond if that's all it takes for you to be gone? <laughs> so, what did you know? so wait, I missed that part because the last thing I heard was that he paid her he was paying her money dollars to like, not get a boyfriend. What? Yeah, he was like paying her monthly like because he didn't want to be in a relationship. And he was also paying her money because he wanted to keep that thing on ice. That was real? Well, he was saying, like, she basically was saying he was paying her $100,000 because he didn't want her to date. He said that. No, then he said he was paying her $100,000 because he didn't want her bringing random men around their kid. So, I mean, it's kind of still the same thing yeah. when you think about it. But I didn't know that they was back together. But, I mean... I mean, kudos to you. I wish he would have stayed with her the first time. But I, I low-key... I don't want to say he used Chloe for clout because he's, you know, famous mm-hmm. basketball player, whatever, whatever. But, I mean, I mean... I would use a Kardashian if I could. I'd be fake gay. I mean, that... <laughs> listen. I get it. But it's like, damn... Bro, life is wild as fuck. It's so wild. I didn't know how wild life was as a kid because I was really thirsty (laughs) to become an adult. And then when you get to adult, and it's even like, I know we're talking about on celebrity levels, but we all know that this shit happens on a regular, everyday people. This shit is ghetto, okay? Being an adult is ghetto. Big time ghetto. The ghetto. (laughs) (laughs) Because you can do what you want, but you're also involved with people that can do what they want. So it's a lot of doing what they, yeah. So I don't know if they're back together. She's such a gorgeous girl. Not like looks mean anything. I ain't mad at her, but it's just like. Balls deep. I always think every, ladies can do better. Oh, we can. Yeah. We can. Always. I wanted more for her. I did too. I wanted her to shit on him. I did too. In real life, I wouldn't take the nigga back, but I'm talking shit because he did look good. (laughs) But you know. I can't say. I'm never saying what I, I mean, would and to be honest, again. I'm not really attracted to him, but he, like, he if he was type, on our level, he, he one of them niggas that you know you ain't shit, but you gonna fuck with him anyway. Oh, yeah. He's like, uh, what's the worst that can happen? But and I'm then the worst happens. He's like, damn. <laughs> this is it, huh? <laughs> this is it. <laughs> <laughs> what's the worst that can like, gotta be like, please hold my communion wine. <laughs> I'm gonna show you. Um, all right, so... This is kind of this is a good segue for sex demons. Mm. Yeah, I, I we seen, hear about soul ties that. and mm-hmm. you can't, you know, be mm and mm everybody because <laughs> who you lay down with is, you know, lay down with dogs, wake up with fleas, you know. I'm sure we all heard, heard that saying mm-hmm. growing up. You lay, I don't know what my parents are about STDs or just dirty ass niggas. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but um. Let me look at this. Yeah, so it's this, this um this sex demons and they're saying that they're real. Um that a lot of people are not talking about them and they someone even went on to call them STDs, but they called them spiritually transmitted demons. Yeah. Um and as you know, um as most of us know, sex is one of the most sacred um of energy exchanges. Here are some questions to think of. What is a man's mood before he enters your womb? Is he mad, sad, hurt, bitter? Does he love himself? Does he love you? When a man makes love to you, is um 
when a woman makes love to you, is she blessing you or cursing you? Is she? (laughs) 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 Uh, I'm gonna come back to that. Um, Bad, sad, hurt, angry, or bitter. This is where some of us make a mistake. Are you having sex for pleasure or connection? Um, are they constantly draining you or refueling you? During sex, we are literally um, emotional sponges for the emotions of our partners. Every partner literally takes a piece of your soul and you of theirs. When you have too many partners, eventually all these emotions and spirits will become mixed and clogged in your spirit. And this is one of the hardest sexual demons to conquer. The one you have created yourself. Are you different since you started sleeping with someone? Bad, different after sex? Are you? Do you feel depressed? Do you feel a different way? Do you wish you hadn't had sex? Oh, this is a lot. Do yeah. you have bursts of feelings of sad, bipolar? Um, then they're talking about when dealing with a sex demon. Um, are you? You're blinded by sex. Um, it's just a lot. Damn, I wish I would have read this before. Uh, we might have to talk about this another time because I really need to think. Okay. Yeah. But think- first, my first reaction to it was I don't believe this shit. Mm-mm. But Mm-mm. I don't know. I gotta. I really um, gotta think about it. I definitely think we could probably save this for a topic for another show. But reading it and if you read the bible and do your research about like the spiritual connection mm-hmm. that sex holds with someone i i don't know if i want to say demons mm-hmm. but there's something to that like yeah. mm-hmm. you're literally taking in someone else's spirit you're literally taking in someone else's energy for my new age people whatever you want to call it so i think it could be some truth to that but i mean i don't think it's that hard to understand like think about when you are messing with a nigga that you know is bad for you but you keep having sex with him like mm-hmm. you don't feel but good why is sex it? ever bad why is it always fire <laughs> you know I mean, like I've have had times where after I'm like why did I do that I wish I didn't do that but it's like it's because it's not the right person yeah like mm-hmm. the act in the moment feels good but then when you think about it after like you really don't feel like right about it I mean shit it's been times where I was having sex with somebody I knew I shouldn't have having sex with and mm-hmm. I was crying like not because you know what I mean just yeah. because I knew true, like true. I shouldn't be doing it like it didn't yeah. feel good because that person was so messed up or we were so messed up or whatever yeah. the case may be so I, yeah I'm gonna sit with that I think we yeah. should come we can back definitely to have it. a show maybe get some male opinions but I do want to just say this little piece which I am glad that she did include um men having sex with women because yeah. a lot of time when I see sex demons and soul ties it's basically just saying women hey you ladies Stop having Watch sex out. with men yeah. mm-hmm. versus when men can run rampant and have sex with all these women and it's right. almost like they're not affected. And mm-hmm. even, right, I was about to say, it's probably actually more prominent for men because sex is an actual need for men. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So some men will just go and do it with anybody and you don't know what you're, you know, inviting in. Right. Spirit, energy-wise, whatever the case may be. So I think it's some some truth to that. but. Right. I think yeah, we should dig a little deeper. Yes, let's let's dig a little bit deeper. We'll come back. I think that'll be a great topic that we can actually have like a damn near a whole show on for real. For yeah, real. yeah. Because it, it, I think it gets really deep. Um, so we are. Um, let's see, how many months do we have left in the year? We're like nearing. It's damn. It's August. Tomorrow. So we have four more months. 
The year, like, literally was on crack cocaine mm-hmm. and zoomed by. Mm-hmm. How y'all feeling? Where are you at emotionally, <laughs> mentally? Like, mm-hmm. how, how are you feeling with it's about to be 2020? Are you happy? Did 2019, like, bloop well. you in the bloop with no Vaseline? Like, how do you all feel? <laughs> I will say that although 2019 was not my year, mm-hmm. I called it. Mm-hmm. It's been up and down, but it hasn't been as bad as my 2017, my 2018. So mm-hmm. I'm moving forward. That's good. So I'm happy. So I'm looking forward to 2020 because yes. I feel like that is my year for upgrades. Yes. Hopefully. Yes. I still got some work to do, but I'm moving in the right direction. So I'm not too upset about the year. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm moving along, transitioning, mm-hmm. growing. So yeah, no, I think this was such a transitional year for me. It was like mm-hmm. necessary. It was definitely one of those growing pains. It was definitely some of those things that I felt like I had to endure and go through in order to get to the next part of life. Right. You know, like I didn't check off some things that I wanted to. I didn't experience some things that I wanted to. But there was just a lot of like. There was a lot going on within myself and within my life that I that needed to happen. Right, same. So it's like there was a lot of growth, but it's not like the growth that I could like put on Instagram mm-hmm. and be like, "Hey, y'all, I fought <laughs> that demon." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> line up my demons <laughs> with my Instagram post. Like, well, this is the demon of lust that I fought and I beat, and I bought this demon of greed that I beat. Like, you know, like, I yeah. can't like line it up. It's nothing that I can literally show, but I feel like. I'm getting better. Same. Mm-hmm. Same. The first four months, though, I'm not proud about, but... Mm-hmm. It turned around, though. It turned around. Mm-hmm. And we still have four more months left. Yeah. And we know crazy shit that can happen in one four, day, right. so let alone... Yeah. Right. How are you feeling? I feel like you've been busy, and you've been, like, really accomplishing a lot. Yeah, I think it's the same, though. I don't feel like it's necessarily, like, the growth to post on instagram or anything mm-hmm. like that it's a lot of internal change um i don't really think i went into this year with a certain amount of goals in mind to achieve i was just having that conversation with somebody like i don't really i'm not a super goal setter like okay i have to do this this and this mm-hmm. but things i spoke on last year that i wanted to do i have done this mm-hmm. year so that dope. was dope um, I think I'm really in a space where I'm just at peace mm-hmm. with everything across the board. Mm-hmm. Um, I've done a lot of self work. You guys know that. Um, I talk about it a lot, but I'm just I'm really at peace. So I'm really just trying to like cultivate meaningful relationships around me, like mm-hmm. networking, like you said, with the hashtag Take Control. Like I've ironically like. I was just thinking about this the other day. Like, I've been in spaces with doctors, lawyers, like, Mm -hmm. people of a certain caliber, you would say. And it's just like, wow, I wasn't doing this last year. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm still making dope, building dope relationships with people within myself, my family, different things like that, growing spiritually. So I think I'm in a good place. But sometimes I do feel like I was just having this conversation with Daryl. He was asking me, like, how do you know that you're, like, making an impact and i'm like a lot of the times i feel like i don't like i don't feel like i'm doing enough mm-hmm. or same yeah mm-hmm. like yeah. i feel like i could be doing so much more and i'm kind of mm-hmm. hard on myself i said but what helps is that i have people sometimes that i don't even know will like 
reach out to me about the show or mm-hmm. something I may have posted on Instagram and they tell me like how much I've helped them. And I know we always talk about like, you know, people want validation and blah, blah, blah. blah but sometimes it's kind of needed just, you mm-hmm. know, cause like I said, I'm so hard on myself. Mm-hmm. So for someone to be like, whatever you said really helped me or I see you growing just by listening to the podcast. It's like, okay, yeah, I'm doing okay. I told him the same exact thing. Like, I want to do more. And he's like, well, what do you want to do? What do you get at? And I was just like, honestly, I don't think I know my passion. I don't know my purpose. Like, mm-hmm. and not knowing that stuff makes, it makes me feel like shit. Yeah. Because mm. I feel like I should know that by now. But the thing no. is, a lot of us feel like that. Because I feel the same way. Like, mm-hmm. I kind of feel like my friends know what they want to do and mm-hmm. who they want to be and all these things that they want to achieve and i'm just kind of like well i'm here just here right <laughs> right but i like i said i'm noticing like i'm building relationships with different people and mm-hmm. i'm opening up myself to different things and experiences so it's kind of helping me along the way like yeah. try this try like try different things until you figure out what you really i haven't gotten there yet want to do you mm-hmm. know what i mean what you're really good at I haven't really gotten there yet because I feel like I'm still like in this space where I want to be alone and figure things out. Mm-hmm. And now I'm getting to a place where like usually I'm not really comfortable about talking about my feelings or I can't really express myself. But now I'm forcing myself to talk more and think more about things. And now it, I'm opening up more. Yeah. So I think the more I open up, the more I'll be willing to go out and go to different places and be around different people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, oh, I did want to say, I feel like I need to kind of like make amends with different people in my life or just have mm. conversations with people to move forward. And I kind of started that process. Mm. Um, so I'm just going to say now, I don't know who's going to listen or whatever, but I just wanted to like apologize to anybody that I ever heard or feels like I was toxic to them because I realized that I used to be a really toxic person, mm-hmm. like to myself and to other people. Mm-hmm. And so I just wanted to put that out there. And if you're one of those people and you think we should have a conversation, let's have a conversation. That's so dope. I'm proud of you. Thank you. That's really good. That takes a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it does. That takes a lot. It definitely does. I'm definitely proud of you. But that's just like that that internal working that, you know, mm-hmm. that is like necessary for growth. And then it allows you to open up doors. Yeah. So next year, like you said, you feel like 2020 will be your year. But you're doing all this like groundwork right now, you mm-hmm. know, where you can't really see. You're, you're building a solid foundation. So then you, when you're starting to build, you'll be you'll be definitely all good. Um, so talking about accolades and things that you can post on social media and all that jazz. Uh, so it's wedding season, as I should know, because I've been to about 20 of them so far. And I still have about maybe 25 more to go. Um, so, um, and this is a great segue to something that we'll talk with articles. So I'll just ask you guys, um, and then we can go kind of deeper. Mm. So you can hear this with maybe a one, two, three word answer. Um, as a non-married black woman, which I don't think any of us are married. I don't know. Some crazy <laughs> shit be going on. <laughs> How do you feel about marriage, about wedding season? When you see people post these fucking big ass elaborate weddings on um, social media and, and I don't know if anyone's in the same boat as me. You're still asking niggas what their favorite color is. <laughs> I never ask people what their favorite color. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> it's just 
a lot of weddings last weekend. Like it was. So how do you feel when you like what what do you feel? I think I have a quick moment of damn, I, I wish it was my time. Like okay. I wanna get married. I wanna be married. I could be married. Okay. But then I'm like, I I really don't care. Cause I'm yeah. not in that space where I'm like, I need to get married tomorrow. Right. I need to find my husband. Mm-hmm. So it is what it is. So you, okay. How yeah. about you, Brandy? How do you feel? Um, I think when I see it, I'm happy for the people mm-hmm. that are getting married. Like, oh, that's dope. And then I still don't know if marriage is for me. So mm-hmm. I don't really feel any mm-hmm. kind of way about it, to be honest. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I would say the same, really. I'm always happy. I'm so thankful because sometimes a lot of people do carry a jealous spirit and it really just takes away their ability to be happy for other people. But when Mm -hmm. I see people, I'm like, that is so, like, I really be happy. Like, I know the motherfuckers. You know, I go and then I start looking at other people's story and I'm like, who is this random girl looking at my story? I'm like, that wedding is so beautiful. I just start page hopping. I start liking the bride. I don't even fall. I'm like, congrats. You know, because I think it's so dope that they have found like happiness in someone yeah. else but like Brittany said I don't know if marriage like when I was at my wedding my cousin um, had asked me like when you gonna get married I said I don't fucking know <laughs> <laughs> you know and when, when my mother asked me like I just wanna be happy yeah so whatever that looks like for me at that time I just want to be happy. So I know a lot of times where there's been times where I was like, I, I have all these things I want to check. I want a new job. I want a new house. I want a boyfriend. I want a dog. And I get this shit and I'm still like, okay. Right. Walk a face like, okay. Like, <laughs> like, I'm still not happy. So now I really feel like my main thing is like, I just really want to be happy. Yeah. Um, this is an article um, which thankfully it seems like none of us are in this space. But um, it was... Basically, I'll give you a synopsis of it. It's like why I'm done celebrating the accomplishments of couples. So there's this lady who is single. I think she may be in her 30s, late 20s, whatever. She's single. What the fuck? And um, she basically was like, I'm tired of spending my money on weddings, bridal showers, bachelorette parties, baby showers, gender reveals, home anniversaries, whatever the fuck you can. Like, I'm tired. There's nothing to celebrate the single woman in her womanhood and she just basically was like fuck all this shit I'm done Mm kind of seemed a little bitter Mm -hmm. um, because if you really care and you love someone you celebrate their accomplishments I it would be nice if there was more things that you celebrate when you are a single woman but a lot of these things tie to when you either are married or you fucking end up pregnant whatever (laughs) so how do y'all feel about that like do you feel like you do you feel like you are like celebrated by your friends and family, even though you may not be hitting certain milestones where there's this big party? Um, all my friends are single, so yeah, I think we celebrate each other. Okay. Um, my parents they are pretty much on the same boat with me. Like, girl, you ain't gotta have kids. Mm-hmm. You ain't gotta get married, and you don't have to do none of that. Um, and they celebrate me for the things that I do accomplish along the way. Mm-hmm. So I feel it though, like on the financial side, mm-hmm. because now you see like 
women are taking like these extravagant trips for their bridal showers. Mm-hmm. People are doing gender reveal parties and baby showers mm-hmm. and like, sipping seas. Yeah, and- like you're expected to buy gifts and pay for trips mm-hmm. and. Mm-hmm. ain't none of this shit for me. I'm just being honest and mm-hmm. I still got this crib to pay for, you know? Mm-hmm. So, and these bills to take care of. Mm-hmm. So, I kind of get what she's saying. Like, yeah. Celebrate your friends, but if it's a situation where you ain't got it to really do yeah. that, then they don't have to overextend understand. yourself. Yeah. I agree a thousand percent. Mm-hmm. How about you, Daryl? Any feelings or thoughts on that? Um, I feel like my family and friends celebrate me and vice versa um which is crazy because my mom has never been like I don't want to say that she's not supportive but she just has certain expectations for me and my sisters and it's just like she wants us to do what she wants us to do Mm -hmm. even if that may not make us happy and she was like that with my last relationship just like pushing for me to stay and deal with it and I'm like mom I get it but I'm not happy you Mm -hmm. know Mm -hmm. but now she's in a place where she's like I want you to be happy I want you to be good Mm -hmm. you may not be where you want to be but you're moving in the right direction let's come up with a plan I'll help you Mm -hmm. and so so that's important yeah that's important I think yeah I think it's definitely important um I don't know. Like Brandy was saying, social media, they got these all extravagant. I just think if you are getting married, just be mindful of those people. Like, this is your day. It's not everyone else's day. Just be mindful. Mm-hmm. All these. Yeah. I think it's just this do it for the gram culture. That, yeah. That's what I was going to say. That's why I said, like, how I want to get married. I want to get a love. I really want to go to Vegas. And I want him to roll over and be like, let's get married. I'm like, book the flight to Vegas, <laughs> <laughs> And then we all get matching ring tattoos. Yeah. Big ghetto. <laughs> like, that's how I I vision. mean, you, and you can do that. Like, I like, never wanted a wedding because I feel like it's for everybody else. And it's so expensive. It's so expensive. Because, like, if you want to do it nice, you won't pay. Yeah. And I'd rather just have, like, a little reception party or something. That's what I'm saying. Like, meet me at the trap in Vegas. That's it's going it. down. Everything yeah. else. I think probably the only thing that does come to mind that maybe looked at sideways is like when I see stuff it's just like I hope people are really going into this for a marriage and not just a wedding right like Mm -hmm. you know I think sometimes women get so caught up in the wedding that they don't think about the marriage like I was listening to something and this lady was talking about how she was engaged to this guy and she wrote down all the reasons why she wanted to marry him and it was literally because he was good on paper he was attractive I don't she like she literally said I don't like him he stresses me out he drains me like she really had no real reason to marry this man hmm. but it's like it's that picture perfect thing that's drilled in our heads like yep. you you need to get married you need to mm-hmm. have a family you need to do whatever and it's just like I just really hope that the people who are getting married are really going into this like I want a happy successful marriage not just a beautiful wedding I can post on Instagram no i agree oh yeah i agree all right so after um marriage and relationships come break up because nothing lasts forever um (laughs) is there any point in being friends with an ex or someone you're dealing with Mm. i'll go first because i'm all about remaining friends (laughs) like forever and ever period um i don't mind it 
because there are a few people I used to deal with that I'm cool with or whatever, but I feel like sometimes it can get a little rocky um, because people don't know how to stay out of their feelings. Like, I'm the type where once I, once I am over you, mm-hmm. it's just like it never happens. But niggas can't be the same way. So it could get awkward. So it, it I, I think it just depends how the relationship ended, how the situation ended. Would depend if I could be good with you or not. Okay. Define friends. I don't know. It <laughs> it's never been my thing. Um I mean, I think now that I'm older, depending on the benefit that someone may be able to bring, like if it's <clears throat> maybe I can use you in some area of business later down the line, then it might not be a string that I want to completely cut mm-hmm. or whatever. But I really don't see the point. Like, if you, if it ended on bad terms in a relationship and technically you're supposed to be giving, you know, the best part of yourself to someone in a relationship and you couldn't do me right in a relationship, what makes me think you're going to do me right as a friend? Honestly, after I listened to the whole transformation church thing. Yeah. And they had the part about friends. Friends. (laughs) Everybody ain't your motherfucking friend, okay? Yeah. And... You, they were talking about how like you have to be around the right people, and yeah. obviously, if that didn't work out, they were not the right person. So, I changed my answer. <laughs> Hell no. I mean, yeah, I just can't. I, I can say hi, but <laughs> I like to be main cordial. You probably know a lot of my business. I know a lot of yours. I mean, honestly, I used to feel that way, but now I really don't give a fuck. I don't care if anybody feel about me, what they want to say about me, because every day I'm getting up and I'm doing this shit. Mm-hmm. Like, you not, you're not contributing to my life. At all. And I'm going to do what the fuck I want to do regardless, because that's what the fuck I do. Yeah, I think I think the whole let's just be friends thing, comes. it comes from a place of just being comfortable with someone. Mm-hmm. And then you have to go to that whole starting over and... Now what does your life look like without that person around? It's a whole new routine that you gotta learn. But I'm I'm cool. Like like I said, if we couldn't work out in a relationship, mm-hmm. I highly doubt you would be any benefit to my life as a friend. But I also hold my friendships to a very high standard too. So yeah, yeah. No. This next point uh, is a really good segue. Yes. So this yes. <laughs> Let's talk about it uh, because. <laughs> It is because guys will tell you after you break up, like if you, if we really friends, if we really this, you loyal. You supposed to be down. You supposed <sighs> to always be loyal. You supposed to hold it down. I need to ride or die, bitch. Da, da, da. So, do people use loyalty as a manipulative tool to hold you back? Hell yes. Fuck did that. I put this on the outline or did you put it on the outline? I did okay. because it was a personal fucking mm-hmm. situation of mine, and niggas got me fucked up. Niggas got me fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that song just came to mind. Um, yeah, they do. I think um, family and relationships specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, we think that you know because that's my family member. Mm-hmm. Oh, we blood. Like I can't detach from you. Mm-hmm. Um, that's very unhealthy relationships. Oh, if you love me, you would. It's very unhealthy. Um, Anytime I have to, like, compromise who I am to prove something to someone else, that's something that should be um, Mm reevaluated for me. Mm -hmm. I agree. It's like, what is loyalty? 
at this point like why why there's such a strong emphasis on being loyal but it's like it needs to be a strong emphasis on giving people something worth to be loyal to so that's my problem like people like i like i need loyalty i need someone to be loyal but what have what about you should, why should I be loyal? Like, what about this situation, this friendship, this relationship? What are you making? Like, it has to be a give and take. Mm-hmm. You know, because people will see that you're a loyal person through whatever is going on, and they'll use it against you. But it's like, the time out, why would I be loyal? Why? If you have all, like, what? Why do I owe you this? Like, loyalty is earned, I feel like, not just given. Right. You know, and you can be a loyal person and still not have to extend loyalty to everybody. Mm-hmm. So it's toxic as fuck. This loyalty, I think loyalty culture, all of this is is toxic as fuck. I mean, you can be loyal to someone and still choose yourself at the end of the day. I yeah. agree. That too. Like, that too. It's like, you should be loyal to yourself. I can't be loyal to right. anybody else if I can't be loyal to me. Right. My thing mm-hmm. is, I don't understand why people, especially people that treated you like shit, mm-hmm. expect you to be loyal. Mm-hmm. What am I being loyal for? Why should I care about your feelings and move a certain way so I don't offend you when you didn't give a fuck about me? You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, you treated me like shit, but you want me to be loyal because of this quote-unquote friendship? Yeah. No. We could be cool. We ain't got to be friends. Mm-hmm. I ain't, like, I, uh, I don't get it. No. I don't get it. I agree. I agree. Be loyal to yourself before you are loyal to anybody else. Um, Bingo. So, um, shit, this is this is my relationship uh, hour segment. Okay, so there's a text that um, an ex texts um, a girlfriend and or a past girlfriend. I'm sorry. And the text said, "I'm getting married tomorrow. I wanted to send you this message. My fiance knows I'm sending this to you." Thank you for being my first love. Thank you for always encouraging me. Thank you for keeping me out of trouble. Thank you for the times you took care of me when I was sick and depressed. Thank you for loving me. If you haven't already, I hope you one day find love. If you loved me that much when we were young, I can only imagine how strong and powerful your love is now. The way your heart is made, it's amazing. Um, I know we were only kids when we dated, but you taught me what love is. To the man who was lucky enough to have you as their wife, I hope he treats you with care. I hope he knows who he has in front of him. I hope he shows you love and loyalty every day. You deserve that and more. My point in all of this is you are the reason why I know how to love someone. You taught me love. You taught me how to deal with my anger, how to deal with my depression, and how to live life to the fullest, and I'm grateful for you. I wish you love and happiness. So your ex is getting married tomorrow, and you get a text like that. Um. Okay. <laughs> what do you say back to that? Thanks. Yeah, Smiley like I, <laughs> thumbs up. Nigga, <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. I'm an ex to make the point that uh, like you did right. You did that. straight. <laughs> yeah, I did that. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, on one hand, I can appreciate it, but at the same time, I don't. I don't need it. You know it was I mean? very triggering for me because it's kind of like the one that got away. Yeah. And I hate that shit because mm-hmm. I've been that to many of people. <laughs> and I'm fed up. Like, yeah. you didn't need to send me that. Nigga, I know what I did. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think that for me, it's like one of them things where, again, I'm at peace with myself. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So it's like, okay. It's nice to hear it though sometimes. Yeah. Like I've had, you know, exes or old flings reach out to me like, you're really a good woman and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, I know, I know, yeah. but thank you. Like I appreciate it, but. I think it was more about him than it was about her, honestly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, he probably needed that. Yeah, I think he maybe was just trying to make peace with his own past, but I don't know. I yeah. I really wouldn't have a response. I would probably just say okay. <laughs> I know, like I would want to match the energy, but I'm not writing you a paragraph right. back. I'm not, I'm not like you're welcome. All those times, like it's just it's a lot. It makes me like the. I thought it was a nice message, I guess, because it seemed like they dated when they were really young. So if yeah. it's someone that I dated when I was, like, in high school or freshman year in college, cool. Yeah. When he said, I hope you found someone, like, it was almost like, I got my bitch, hope you got your, like, <laughs> you know, like, it was kind of like a ha-ha moment for me. Right. Maybe I was reading too deep into it. I didn't really like that line. But then also... I just feel like sometimes as women, um, just be careful when you pour so much into people, especially if it's not being reciprocated. Like, mm-hmm. we are, just because we have a womb, we we are not these niggas' moms. Mm. Okay. That's a word. You know? And a lot of times we raise these men and we're like, you know, oh, I taught you this. And we sometimes feel a sense of entitlement because we have, you know, raised these men to be all that they can be for another woman. But it's like, you're not these niggas' mom. Mm-hmm. You know? So just be mindful of that. And I have to be mindful of that sometimes when I'm dealing um, in my relationships because I do like to take care of people. I do. Me I, too. I, like, it's just a natural it's, it's instinct. It's so natural. And it, and it makes me feel good to take care of people. But just be mindful. You can't take care of everybody. Yeah. Right? You know? That's yeah. True. I definitely had to set some boundaries for myself. Because it's so easy for you to get caught up into pouring so much into somebody mm-hmm. and giving your all. And, like, if I do X, Y, and Z, it's going to mm-hmm. make the relationship better. Mm-hmm. And it's really draining the fuck out of you. Like, right. So I had to set boundaries for myself. Like, you can care about somebody without doing so much. You know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. Either they get it or they don't. Exactly. I, I agree. I'm not your wife. I'm not coming to your laundry. I'm not cooking for you. I'm not doing none of that shit. I care about you, but mm-hmm. I'm not doing all of that shit. If yeah. that's what you want, then make me that. I agree. It's so hard, though. It is. Because I'm it's a caring so ass hard. bitch. I let a cater. Like, I don't know if I listen to be, uh, Destiny's Child cater you too many times growing up, but I'm a catering ass bitch. <laughs> I, y'all, I got offended the other day because, so the guy that I'm dealing with, whatever you want to call it, so, like, he buys me food every time I'm hungry. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to buy him food. And he was like, you don't got to buy me food. You're not my mama. I was offended. Like, uh, I was so offended. Girl, you don't put your little purse and wallet back. Like, thank you. Won't do this shit again. I mean, no. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't mad, but I was just like, I'm just the type of person, though. Like, I like, yeah, I just like That's to how do I show my people. love. Because my family does that to me. Like, mm-hmm. they not really there emotionally, but, like, Mm-hmm. they got you on the money side. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like material shit. Mm-hmm. And so like I do that to people. Right. And so, I mean. That's how I show my like, yeah, we got to find other outlets. Yeah. She's not because then you'll be getting a text like this. It's just like, uh, and then it's like, and she know I sent this. Oh, fuck you and your <laughs> Beyonce. I would have sent it straight to the chat like this nigga. Got me fucked up. <laughs> it depends on how recent it was, but I don't know. I guess if, you know, if that's your thing, then that's your thing. Um, so, um, we will wrap it up with this. Um, 
this was on the shade room too. So you turn 18 um, and you realize your parents ruined your credit score to 530 and put 40K in debt. Do you press charges and get it wiped <laughs> from your credit history or work to pay it back? Um, I, I ain't sending my parents to jail. I said that. Well, you're yard. going to jail. You're <laughs> <laughs> going to jail Plain now. <laughs> Sorry. Him, your honor. <laughs> my real parents, like the relationship I have with them, <gasps> no, I would not send my mom and dad to jail. But I do think, like, if this was a toxic parent, I'm going to my real daddy <laughs> they can take that nigga he can like, fucking go <laughs> you're 18 you're already forty thousand dollars in debt and your credit score is 530 mm-hmm. okay there's things you can do to increase the credit score but the forty thousand dollars bruh like mm-hmm. and let's say you want to go to college like what are you what are you supposed the to do the wild thing is parents really be doing, be doing that shit kids. They really like how can you put the whole loyalty thing? It goes back to the whole I birthed you. Da, 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 that like, sense no, of entitlement. Fuck, you're Bitch. going to jail. <laughs> my mom be calling. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to jail. If my mom ever came and be like, I birthed you, I'm calling her a bitch. I'm sorry, but <laughs> you're crazy. I started to say that, but I just said before you're going to jail. I'm like, Bitch, you're going to jail. <laughs> All right. I'll put a little money in your books, but you're going to jail. Nah, she got to pay that shit back, though. She got to pay it back. She got to, we got to find a way. We got to come up with a game plan or a scheme or something. Because <laughs> I don't want to send my mom to jail, but black parents, we really got, y'all have to stop feeling this sense of entitlement. Yeah. Better. Because black parents, like, it's just how we were raised and upbringing. They just really act like we're their little property. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we're not even human until we are able to produce another human or until we have proved, like, and and that is the issue for me. Like, Furthermore, I'm sorry not to cut you off, but no, I just thought about ahead. this. You take this scenario, but then as soon as your child gets a job, you're expected to pay your parents' rent money. Yes. Like, yes. <laughs> you're going yes. to jail. You're I'm, going I'm, to jail. <laughs> you're going under the jail. Fuck I'm me. Sorry. Mom. Like, I'm sorry. I've seen, um, I'm sorry. I've seen this post, and it was saying how, like, these parents made their son pay rent, but then, like, once he moved out, they gave him all the money back. Like, they saved dope. the money. Yeah, yeah. that was super dope. Do that. Yeah. I, I'm never making my like my parents didn't make me pay rent, mm-hmm. but like I had to buy like my own little mm-hmm. toiletries and shit like that. Which yeah, okay, but like I'm never doing that to my kids. I'm mm-hmm. not. Either, like, but you know what? I hate to see like black parents. Well, I can only speak. I don't know white parents do, but I can speak from the culture that I'm in. They're like, well, I had to work and do this, and I had to pay my parents rent. But it's like, you if like, you it's struggle, up why would cycles. you let somebody right. else struggle? Right. It's a messed up cycle. It's just a continuous like, cycle of this is what, I had, this is what my parents did. Mm-hmm. Like, they no. don't know no better. Just because I got my ass whooped, I gotta whoop your ass? Like They don't know no better. It's a cycle. It is. I a, hate that. Yeah, it's, I, it's That grinds up. my gears. It's, it's almost up. like it's that crabs in the barrel yeah. mentality yep. too really because like nah I, if I had to struggle and I had to do yeah. this you gotta do it too like motherfucker I'm your child yeah. I ain't my mom here. used to be like that and I was kind of like the test dummy child and mm. so she's doing better with my That's sisters good. and even she's doing better with me even though I'm an adult but right. like since I understand her now like we have a bomb ass relationship that's so good that's good that's so good yeah. yeah you look like your mama too you posted that picture and I think Girl. that was your dad Twins. oh yeah <laughs> 
I've your, been getting that a lot. Fine, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> no lies. That was my my stepdad. Yeah. He fine too. <laughs> mm-hmm. no I was lies. like, oh, she look like her mom. <laughs> mm-hmm. Look just like your mom. Oh my god. We She's are crazy. literally the same person. Like her toxic traits <laughs> are my toxic traits. We're both Gemini's. Oh my we god. We both think the same. We both react. Like we oh are literally god. the same. Like imagine having a daughter. Basically like, the same the life. Same. I just ain't married yet, but same life that's so crazy it's so wild it's coming wait on it um all right so reminders um come on celebrate with the columbus podcast awards august 25th 2019 from 6 p.m to 8 p.m at gateway film center uh the award show will highlight and celebrate some of your favorite podcasts in columbus ohio um this will be a family friendly and free Free mm-hmm. event. So come out and support, and you can definitely register um, for your free tickets um, to the award show at www.columbuspodcastawards.com. Just come out and kick it with us. It's mm-hmm. bring your kids. You ain't got to mm-hmm. get a babysitter. Bring your kids, and it's free. So, I mean, what else you doing? <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> um, I wanted to add... I forgot to say this earlier during the shout outs. I just wanted to shout out Duro just because yes. even though we don't talk every day, like he is such a great friend and mm, he's, he's always so there and supportive, so supportive and always putting his people on. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? So supportive. Like, so I'm hoping I'm trying to get my confidence up and get my shit together because he keep telling me, like, take pictures, take pictures, take pictures. Mm-hmm. So these last couple of weeks, we've been sending each other ideas like back and forth about like shit that I want to do. So. Yes. Hopefully, he's I'll so get my supportive. Shit yes, so supportive. He is, and also, I do have a date. I just don't have a venue yet. But September twenty second. Hopefully, that date doesn't change. I'll let y'all know. But I am having a co parenting event. Yes. Um. So just stay tuned for details. Yes, the city needs that for sure. Yeah. Bring your baby mama, your baby daddies, please. Step your girlfriends, step mommy honest, step daddy, <laughs> step daddy sharks, whatever you got. Come together as a unit because it is for the kids. Yes. No, for real. At the end of the day, it's really for the kids. I'm excited. I hope it's a good turnout. So if y'all know anybody that would be interested in like coming and speaking or any counselors or if you're just a co-parent and you got some good advice just reach out to me yes alright that's all I got that's all you got Brandy you got anything to share nope <laughs> <laughs> don't don't alright right. it's about to be August so make it a great make it a great month y'all yes we're ending the 2019 we're coming into like the last quarter per se kind of like so um, definitely check us out um, once again on Instagram, Take Control Podcast, Twitter, Take Control Pod. Hit us on email, takecontrolpodcast at gmail.com. And we are on Facebook for the old biddies like me and Brandy, Take Control Podcast. We will see you guys next time. Thank you. Bye. Bye.